And I will say, well, howdy, folks. We'll just come on back, in the words of my friend Dave Kopex. I, I, I love the way, well, howdy, folks. <laughs> I, I love your accent, Dave. Yeah, I, you, I you, 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 could, you could have come from the, from the Ozark Mountains, man. I had friends. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of weird. You're half a continent away from me and, and how, how, how similar, um, you know, societies and people are. You know, we, we grow up different places, but it does not mean we're different. It's just we're in different parts of the country, you know. Uh, it does not mean that, that, that we're good or bad, redneck or preppy or, you know, whatever. As long as you've got a brain, you know, th- that's what I like in people. I like people with a brain and a thought process. And, um, you know, it, yeah, it, once, once again, I, country, that goes beyond the country. There's parallels, you know, some basic things about us and how we act here and whether it's up in the Northeast or down in the South in Texas. You know, there's things that you found that we have common uh, uh, commonality with, and this holds true in other nations because your average person who just goes out there, works a job trying to raise a family, keep their kids safe, keep food on the table, you know, you, if you peel them off from all the politics and get them along around a campfire and talk to them, you know, I don't care if, uh, where you are in this world. Your average person, non-governmental, just average person, wants to live their own life and be left alone. We all have a lot in common, and if we're ever going to shake the globalist monkey off our back, we damn well have to come together and understand that the most basics of life are being taken from all of us and find some commonality there because we all got to stand up and push the globalist off. That's not going to happen. There you go, Dave. Uh, what 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 you just said you know i've never actually done it myself because my parents didn't have the money and i didn't i've always been kind of a homeboy you know i i like living in my ozark mountains and you know the arkansas river bottoms and you know stuff like that but but i i i i knew a bunch of people that you know when they graduated college their parents would give them like a trip to europe you know and and th- and this is after the wall fell you know they they went over to you know what what used to be you know yugoslavia you know now it's uh, it's cut up into Slovenia and Serbia and blah, 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 you know. And they went over and they traveled around and they stayed in hostels, you know. And when they came back, I asked them, like, what was it like over there? And they're like, the people are freaking great, you know. The, the people over there, they're, they're, they're loving. They're just like us. They, they just speak a different language but you know, and, they, and they live different ways. But the people basically are like us. It's the governments that cause all the problems, all the strife across the freaking planet, you know. It, it's not the people themselves. It's the damn governmental systems that grow up, that, that take control, just like what's happening to us right now, folks. You know, it's like most Americans, if they were left to their own devices, would be Americana. Like, you know, what, what I grew up, you know, you, you know, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, before it became globalism, you know, everyone that I knew that went over to Europe or, or to South America, you know, to Peru and Brazil and Argentina, you know, all these places. They say the people are great. The governments are the problem. No, Ukraine, well, hey, the residential areas of Ukraine and Russia, pull an average family out of there and sit them at a table with us and, and talk and just talk. Forget about the politics that they see on their TV. And you would find that we got more in common than we don't. There's not an allegiance to aggressive government characters and actors. Well, 
Hey, hey, gentlemen, that that that's a sign, a real big sign that we're being we're being controlled. They're making us want to hate each other. Notice how the uh, United States, they, they had to sell Iraq was an enemy to us in order for us to get behind them. They didn't really need us to uh, to be behind them. I mean, there's so many things they're doing that's just overkill in their little game because they could be authoritarian big time and just do it. And then, and, and, you know, of course they have to explain it to us. They don't want us to uprise. These people are arrogant. Whatever is going to happen, they're arrogant for a reason. The reason they're arrogant is because we don't have an idea what they're going to come back at us. We've got our guns. You know, people in Europe, I've heard radio shows over in Europe and stuff, and they're saying, you know, we keep hearing Americans are like, we got our guns. And then they're saying, well, when are you going to use them? And the thing is, is that it may be, it may be too late to use them. We may be. Any kind of rebuttal to what they got going on right now may be futile, and so and, I, that's and, why and, I and, laugh Andy, a lot. And Andy, the technology that they have is way beyond pushing a bullet out of the end of a barrel with some gunpowder exploding when when, a, when it's hit, when the firing pin's hit with a primer, you know, hits the primer. It, it's way beyond that, uh, and we're way beyond a lot of things, folks. You know, um, the technology uh, is very scary. And uh, I hate to leave anyone hanging on too long. Lauren, I, I know you're on there, and just stand around your cauldron and keep making your witch's brew. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm poking her because she's going to come on as a fireball. <laughs> but right, but right now, right now um, we, we've got another call. I believe uh, it just slipped out of mind. Was it Jerry in Chicago? Uh, where, where are you? Yeah. Our next call here. Bring him on, Sam. Yeah, it was Jerry in Chicago. I won't take but three minutes because Laura's coming on after me. I want to give her as much time as she needs. Uh, you guys are talking about these these kids today. They they don't have the history that the older people have. Now I'm going to be 63, so I consider myself one of the older people. And I work in the Chicago public schools, and I'm sure I've mentioned that before to you guys. But uh, yep. for the most part, everywhere you look at the grammar schools, at the high schools, they're all advertising colleges, Purdue University, Notre Dame, you name it. And it's all over the place. And I mean, banners on the walls as you walk down the hallways and as you go up the steps, every step uh, run uh, on the upward that you could read as you're walking up are all labeled with different colleges and everything. And it's it's kind of pushing these kids over the edge to, you know, hey, I, I can't be successful unless I get a college education. Well, I, I've known kids that got out of college and worked at uh, a, a trip, <laughs> one of these rental car. My niece, she worked at a rental car place for two years. I said, what did you yep. what did you go to school for and get your bachelor's degree for? And she mentioned what it was. Um, and. I says, but you're not doing anywhere near that. I says, couldn't you have gotten that job right out of high school and saved 120 grand in college uh, education fees? And she she says, well, you, well, yeah, you know, but I wouldn't have been as high up. And she was one level under the manager, and she was the one that was washing the inside and vacuuming the cars and everything like that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm like, oh Jesus! Uh, and then now she's going back to school. Or a nursing degree. Oh, that's another another two, three years or four years and everything. And I asked her, I said, Well, did you take the jab? And she says, Well, yeah, I had to in order to stay in the class and everything like that. Yep. 
and just shook my head, and I was like, oh, geez, okay, well. But, hey, that's all I wanted to say. It's it's an indoctrination to get yourself suckered into $120,000 to $200,000 a year because college education goes up every single year. I, I forgot what it was. It's I thought I heard somebody maker. say yeah, it is. I think it goes up like 8% and, 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 and a year. Do you remember all these people that own successful businesses? They only had an 8th grade education, but they went to a small school, and they were well-rounded. You, you didn't you didn't flip from class to class. You stayed, and, and everyone in the class, you know, you would stay on a subject until everyone understood it, and then you would move on. You know, you would move from math to English, you know, to history. You know, it, it wasn't like, you know, you sit in the class for 50 minutes, and then the bell rings, and you get up, you know. That's that's that Prussian school model, you know, the, the, the stick-up-your-butt, you know, uh, idea, to where you can't really grasp a concept, because just about the time you have it, the bell rings, and you go on to a different class, you know. And you come back into the same class the next day, and, and you've got to start all over again. It's like, where were we? What? Yeah. Hey, hey, James, I can back that up, too, because, you know, I owned a fence and deck company for 11 years. The, the only education I needed was what I got out of, uh, of grade school. Uh, mathematics, simple mathematics, able to write my signature, da-da-da-da-da, boom, boom, boom. That's it. That's all you needed. But I had to get another eight years of school. I mean, come on. Really? Well, this whole undertow of telling kids that, you know, you're going to be crap unless you go to college immediately puts us on a track away from what I've heard uh, the American people say was even the solution about trade. We've got to make trade schools cool again because here's the, the difference is that when you've got a, a whole nation of children that are learning trades, that implies that they're going to come out and go to work right in your neighborhood. All right? All these soft... We're not going to be a nation of software engineers. We need all of those I things. Know. I've said this so many times. Our food is something that should be grown as close to us as possible. So as people are in there learning how to do heating and air conditioning and put a roof on a house, they're learning agriculture. Every high school used to have an agriculture department and a greenhouse. So we've got to move away from these college degrees because they are largely useless right now, back to trades, which implies that we're bringing things back local. Everything that was exported through free trade agreements, through foreign policy agreements, we bring it all back home, educate our kids on how to actually do things through trades with their hands locally. Locally. And, 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 well, and Dave, you, you brought up food there, you know. Uh, last time we went to town, I believe, we, we went to Walmart because I had to buy something that I couldn't buy because there are no small shops that I could buy it at. We went to Walmart. A- Andy, Andy, you know, well, Andy, didn't you buy an apple? And, and you cut it open, and you started eating it, and you didn't even cover it, and it's sitting in the refrigerator. You know, you know, folks, you know, a real organic apple, when you cut it open and you don't wrap it or, you know, preserve it somehow, will start turning brown and kind of fringy around the edges. I, I think that, Andy, is that not apple still not in the refrigerator? And it looks like it just came off the shelf. Yeah, you know, absolutely it is. And not only that, it's not even when food, I was in Ohio, folks. 
When I was in Ohio with, uh, it, we got some snow while I was up there visiting uh, Lauren. Uh, we got some snow, and I put some in a quarter cup. I filled a whole quarter cup up with snow, and I put it in the microwave, and, and I just shot a minute on it, and uh, it, it went for an entire minute. I had to push another 20 seconds for it to melt entirely. Just a little quarter cup of this. Is, is, that, is that snow? What, was it sparking when it was in the microwave? No, but when I was in Lubbock and I got some snow, I put it that in the microwave and it did spark. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I mean, we're in a lot of trouble, people. I used to hate the snow. Anyway, you know, so Jerry, what's yeah? There you go. Oh, speaking of snow, a couple years ago, I was I was out there shoveling because I didn't have a snowblower yet, and uh, I, I happened to reach down and I happened to make a snowball. And then I walked over to my truck, and I got my map gas torch, and I held it on the snowball, oh, no. and no water dripped off. It turned black, and I showed two yeah. of my neighbors, like, have you ever seen snow like this? <laughs> and has got and they silicone thought, in it. Yeah, it's got something silicone in it. Silicone particles, it, nano, yeah. Yeah, but, it, you, hey, know, hey, you know, it, I, I, did, I did an experiment like this last time it snowed here last year. Um in, in the shadow of my backhoe, um, there, there, I, I walked out, and, and I, I'd been walking out in a T-shirt for like a couple of days, you know, after, after it got cold, it got down, you know, cold enough to snow, and it snowed, you know, and and then it warmed up again, and I was walking out back back and forth between my barn, and I looked in the shadow of my backhoe, and there's still some snow ice stuff down there. I'm like, what the hell? It's like 80 degrees out here, you know? And, uh, and, and uh, actually, someone didn't believe me, so I actually came in got some ice cubes out of my refrigerator, laid them out there next to that snow, and went out like an hour later. My ice cubes that I put out there were melted. The snow was still there. Yeah, that's freakish. That's hey, freaky, one, man. One that's, thing, really, that's very freaky. One other thing on a positive note, because everything seems to be negative these days, I yeah, get to go a and positive work. note. I get to go and work at an agricultural school close by the house, and they got horses, they got cows, they got chickens, they got a pig. So I am going to stop at Aldi today and pick up carrots and celery and apples, uh, and I already have the meal. Don't worms get the, the eggs. <laughs> oh, they like eggs, too? No, 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 don't get the eggs. We watched the video. Some people, they bought eggs from Aldi's, from Walmart, and from Eggland's Best, and the things were rubber. And they were like, are you kidding me? Was the feed wrong with these eggs? No, there's something wrong with the eggs. It's like wow. they were rubber. They couldn't even crack the yolk. They could pinch it and try to pull it apart. It was that better, better living through chemistry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, well, was that a real video? But or was it a real video? You know what I mean. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jerry. Oh, well, no, I just wanted. Yeah, the positive note was I was going to pick these things up to make friends with the horses and the and the cows and the, and the pig and everything else like that. To where when you come back the next day, they just run out of their stable right at you and hang out with you. Right? So yeah, I've been oh, looking yeah. for. I've been looking forward to this job for, oh, since I heard about it back in January. They, they told me, hey, we got this other school coming up. You're going to have to do this at. And they told me the agricultural school. And you mentioned agriculture and everything. You know, 600 and I believe it's 638 
Chicago public schools, I only know of one that has animals, and I only know of two F-F-F-A? that have green. What's that? Yeah, FFA, right? Future Farmers of America. Uh, you know, I'll look for that sign. I'm not sure, and it's it, it's the public school system teaching kids about animals. I don't know how true that could be. So, well, 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 you know, hey, in, in my local environment here, guys, you know, um, I, I, there's this little community called Doss out here, and they still have a small school. It's not a huge conglomerate. It's not all modern. And they actually have gardens out there. They take the kids out and they teach them how to garden and how to raise, you know, you know, livestock, you know, chickens and stuff like that, how to survive. And they've been trying like hell to shut this school down. They've been trying to, oh, you don't have enough children to even, uh, you know, you know, uh, compensate for the funding you're getting, et cetera, et cetera, because they're actually teaching children how to exist. You know, like the kids out here used to be out in the country. Doss is just a little, little tiny community. But it's being invaded by San Francisco. California is moving here, buying up all the land, and everything's changing. And Dave wow. is still here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, get, get Lauren. Lauren on. I haven't hey, heard her for yeah, a while. Thank, thank, and, uh, thank you, Gary. Yeah, we, we, we'll, um, we, we'll have a few comments here, and then we'll bring uh, that firecracker Lauren on here. Okay, we great. Talk, good talking so, to you. Come on, fellas. Thanks, man. Good talking to you, Jerry. What do you got to say, Dave? No, I mean, uh, I right now all I can say is that we got to bring things more local in every aspect of our life. Globalization has fractured us. Our understanding of the environment and the world around us has changed, and we do have to go back to uh, simpler times. But I, I let off, I, you know, j- just because we can doesn't mean we should. So, what is are those things where we're losing? what it means to be human. And, and we have got to purge those things from our lives because our relationships, first and foremost with our families, are so important is that anything good in life uh, came out of a loving, nurturing family. So, you know, we got to look back to simpler times, look at those things that are attacking that family unit and run them out on a rail. All right, they're in government, they're in schools, they're they're in uh, policies and banks, ESG. There's no shortage of things out there that work against humanity. Um, we've got to re-identify with what it means to be human, and those things that are a threat to that are enemies. We've got to uh, come, uh, be at peace with the fact that we are under attack right now. They're not dropping bombs on our head yet. But the attack is intellectual, it's financial. They're, and the evidence of these bombs dropping, these intellectual bombs, is evident by the green-haired freaks that are being graduated out of schools that can't read and write. All right, we got to take back wow. our youth. There's nothing left redeemable in the public school system. It will be the, the highway to our demise if we continue graduating kids that hate their country. We have got to homeschool and encourage every adult that you know with children. Uh, I don't if and if they don't have children, how can they help their grandchildren? Homeschool these kids because we're doomed if we don't. Yeah, no, Dave. You, you know, it, it, right. and, 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 and may I say you just brought up ESG, environmental social governance. Sounds you know, like Lawrence. Uh, and 
Hang on, Lauren. We'll, we'll, we'll get to you after this. But I, I want to talk about ESG. We'll be back after the break here, folks. Hang on. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Yeah, the Biden administration might be trying to overcorrect. I'm Peter Seraphine with this week's Liberty Minute, brought to you by Right to Bear Insurance. If you own a firearm, you need to use the code Lighthouse at protectwithbear.com just in case you ever need to use that firearm. So a Chinese spy balloon was allowed to traverse the lower 48 states. Biden got a lot of flack for that, and rightfully so. Since then, four more objects have been shot down. Supposedly, the radar has been adjusted to spot smaller objects now. I guess until now, something smaller than a Cessna flew by nobody noticed. Anyway, Biden said that the last three things shot down were likely not from the CCP, but probably from private companies. <laughs> Wait a minute, you don't know what they are, and you're shooting $400,000 rockets at them. Did our president and our military forget the rule? Know your target and what's behind your target? This is the same guy that doesn't want you to have assault weapons. From now on, when I see something on or over my property, the first thing I'm going to do is start shooting at it. It's good enough for the president. Should be good enough for me too, right? Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem. Parabellum. And I'll go ahead and break in here. Welcome back, folks, Republic of Texas Radio. Steve's on sabbatical today. He had a hard week, and um, he's gone. And um, I'm on here with my friend Andy, and we've got Dave Kopaz on with us. And um, we've been talking about a variety of stuff, just the world and, and what's really going on, the reality of the situation we're up against. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that Trump's our savior, and if he comes back, it's like everything will be good, you know. Um, 
you, you've got to understand the mechanisms. Uh, you know, I, I've had an earbud in my ear since I first found Republic Broadcasting, met John Stepmiller, been to his house twice, knew his wife Sandy. You know, uh, I, I, I've been through a lot, not as much as the people that introduced me, the guy that had the micro radio station that I found Republic Broadcasting on, because I'm not an Internet person, you know. Um, I, I found this on air, on FM radio, you know, which which didn't used to be talk radio. And I found this, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. It's like talking about 9-11 and what went on there in Oklahoma City. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I found reality. I, I'm not crazy, you know. What I saw, what I experienced, you know, it, 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 it made me very uh, kind of uncomfortable, but not uncomfortable because I thought I was crazy because what I saw was ended up being reality, you know. That's what we're trying to do here. That's why, you know, Andy's on here with me, my friend Dave Kopaz, you know, up in the Northeast Corridor up there, way up, you know, half a continent away from me is up there. And I understand that we've got another friend of mine, Lauren in Ohio, little girl. What, what, what do you got to say today, Lauren? <laughs> I just called to make it a full-on orgy. I mean, you know, let's go. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, sweetheart! I thought we were synonymous! <laughs> hey! So we're doing exactly what you guys are talking about. Andy's on his way up here. He's going to be up here running the farm. And we're going to start making some good food, get some cattle up in here, do some milk. We got chickens. We got turkeys. We got, you know, we're going to put in a pond, you know, put in fish. That's the kind of stuff you got to do. We got to go back to living the way God said live because that's what life is. The touching of the grass, the feet on the soil. We used to have leather shoes with nails in them. Because we were connected to the electromagnetic field of the earth. He created this place, and he created us. So who are these people Lauren, Lauren, telling us Lauren, how to handle I, I, our I, health? I walk, I walk barefoot unless it's too cold and my toes are going to freeze. Andy can tell you this. I, I walk around barefoot. I can, tell, I can confess to that one, yes. I've seen well, that and, and it keeps you healthier. You have higher energy levels. I mean, these are mechanical things with regard to what the unit is. We are God machines. We are what he made us to be. So when men in white coats say, take this shot because we're going to change your DNA, Klaus Schwab, oh, it is not the, in the future. It is you that would be changed if you take the genetic editing. I mean, you know, these people are bold, well, but well, they can know, afford look, to Lauren, be candid. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren let, let, let me stop you and, and tell you. It's like, see, this, this is like my, my, my younger brother and his wife, who is a doctor. I, I warned them about vaccines. I was talking to them. And guess what? Their third child, they took their third child in at 12 months got the first MMR vaccine, and became full-blown freaking autistic. They brought her back a little bit, but that little girl will never be who she was intended to be because she got that goddamn MMR vaccine, and I'm so mad. And, but, but, you know, they accept that, that their crazy, you know, Uncle Al or their brother, you know, or their brother-in-law, they accept that, that, that he was right about that. But I don't want to believe all the rest of the crazy crap that he talks about. You know, they've, they've, they've come awake to a certain point because they had it thrown in their face. Their, their, their third child they had was full-blown autistic. They had another little girl after that. Beautiful. She's never had a vaccine. Their, their fourth child is another little girl. The most beautiful thing that you've ever seen on the planet. She's just happy, bubbly, I mean, healthy. Um, and right, but it, people just, learn. Listen. But here's the thing, Alan, because the guy earlier was saying, look, you've got to be more positive. We can't win this if you, you know, you can't just live on disgust. It's like we have this 
it's like almost like money. You know, I'm so angry. I'm so, you know, but there's no power in it. There's no fruit that flows from it. So the way that we beat them is be productive. It's live the way God said to live. He didn't say put your children in schools separated by age so brothers and sisters aren't friends within family. And so children are raised eight to nine hours a day outside of their home. You're not raising those children. They're not yours. That's why you don't know them. That's why they're hey, hey, 25% Lauren, Lauren, of Generation Lauren. Z thinks they're tranny. One-room one schoolhouses, Lauren, one-room schoolhouses where the younger children were in the same room and the teacher was teaching everything up to eighth grade. You want to hear something funny? I spent three hours on the phone last night. I had a client. They called me for health stuff, but we slipped on to the education thing, and I'm doing an education curriculum right now. You know, learn to read with Liam. You know, just basic, here's how to read. Here's how you read numbers. Here's biology. Here's geography. It's a map. It's It's a Johns Hopkins medical atlas. Learn everything in it. I mean, it's not hard to know. Hey, it's not hard hey, to know. Right it, 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 it was not the Prussian school method where you, you, sit, you sit 50 minutes in a class, and just about the time that you know what, 2 plus 2 equals 4, the bell rings and you go, and you go to geography. Right, but remember, the objective you know? there is not the education of children, and this is why I'm no, saying it's, it's the Bible says, come out of her, my people, because yeah. so you don't partake of, of her her problems, all of the the problems that befall hey. you when you don't obey God. You don't have, oh, like, you've got the no, Attorney stop, General Lauren, Merrick stop, Garland. Stop, stop, stop. Please hang stop, Lauren. And, Please and stop. Dave, yeah, Andy, hang on. Dave, hang on. Yes, we'll yes, I got a question. Oh, okay. You're okay. going too fast. You're going too <laughs> <Sorry>. fast. <laughs> You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed. But you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. 
a beautiful addition to your home. The Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with I got your shoes. Killer. I got the weight. I went back. Uh-oh. Yeah. Here we go, folks. Uh, on, on, the, on the last 30 minutes of the show here, um, welcome back to Republic of Texas Radio. Uh, my, my, our, our, our normal host, uh, Steve O'Brien, is taking a sabbatical. He had a hard week. Um, and we're, we're on here with um, Andy and my friend Dave Kopaz. And, and uh, I, I actually want him to spell his name for because I've heard Copac, Copax, Copaz, um, and our friend Lauren in Ohio is on with us. Um, Dave, um, are you there? Spell your last name for me so I know the exact pronouncing. You know who to call you. <laughs> it's Copaz, K-O-P-A-C-Z, and uh, the the C is okay. silent. Oh, yep. Call me anything but late for dinner, as they say. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so Dave, Dave, you've been you've been kind of sitting off. You're 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 a very good, you know, a co-host, a co-conspirator, whatever you want to call you. Um, you know what what Lauren's been talking about. You know, we, we'll we'll bring Lauren back on. What do you have to say? You know, as far as what's been discussed, you've been kind of quiet for a minute. What do you, what do you got to say? Yeah, I mean, I I've been tracking along with you guys, and you know what she said earlier about. Uh, reconnecting uh, with the Earth in particular, um, you know, there, there's a lot of science to that. You know, we are electrical beings. Every electron in our body, uh, every chemical reaction, it, it's a, a, a series of uh, chemical electrical reactions and how we ground with the Earth, um, those things that we're, we allow ourselves to be bombarded with, changes our biology it really does you know the foods we eat you can tell when someone's been eating food that is just bulk it just stops the hunger pains but doesn't satisfy the the nutritional craving that your body your body has you know we're just slowly killing ourselves we are what the government wants which is a population of sick people they're not about cures they're about health treatment they want you uh, as sick as can be and then until you die so yeah we got to reconnect because there's 
there's real health benefits to uh, eating good. It's not just cliche to put ourselves in an environment where we literally can ground and ground ourselves to the earth and, and balance what's inside our body, what's going on. Uh, there's a yeah, lot you know, of... You know, yeah, Dave, yeah, I'll agree, Dave. You know, in today's world, most people never have bare feet unless they're in the shower or taking a bath or something like that. As soon as they get out, they put on socks and they put on shoes and they never walk out on the grass. You know, you know, you know, grass. You and know, they don't get any good sun. Grass under your under your feet feels so good without you know, shoes. Charged. And they don't get yeah. any sun. They go to their cubicle to their job. You know, it used to be a job, but just overbroke. Now it's a job, but just underbroke. So they sit in their fluorescent in their five G environment with no, you know, <laughs> no yeah. connection. No connection. Yeah. That's so. the most common complaint I get from my wife. Uh, she'll go look down and say. Jesus, your feet are filthy dirty. <laughs> I, I'm not wearing shoes right now. You know, but that, okay, that's or, or you know, you know, you know, guys, you know, folks, uh, you know, I, I, I guys and gals, um, I, I walk around barefoot all the time, and it's like my cousins and everyone sees me. It's like, how do you do that? I'm like, it feels good to me. You know, or, you know, once your feet toughen up. I can walk across anything but a, but a damn prickly pear cactus, you know, or get, if I get into a bed of grass burrs, that's kind of tough. But other than that, I go barefoot everywhere I go unless I have to put shoes on. I'm going to build a campfire and make him walk across that. We'll see how tough his feet are. <laughs> hey, well, you guys, let me finish this because I'll get off because you have other callers. Yeah, yeah, we okay. got Art in Georgia hanging on. Yeah, okay, hang on, let me let me just run through this real quick. So here's the deal. My fault, my fix. If it's somebody else's fault, you know, we can whine about the Jews or the blacks or the government people or the international World Health Organization. If it's somebody it's else's us. fault, then only somebody else can fix it. If it's my fault, I can fix it. So what did I do? My children could go to college free, okay? They didn't go to college. They're getting their naturopathic doctorates. They're out practicing or running an apothecary or growing herbs for the farm or, you know, everybody's working. Be productive. That's what you can do. In whatever it is your skill, you were right about the trade schools. Outstanding. I spent three hours on the phone last night. Two of them were with a woman who was starting a home school and working with the, going to work with the uh, local, you know, trade uh, school, teach them how to do things real after she teaches them how to read, write, where everything is on a map, and the Word of God out of a Bible. You know what I mean? Simple things like that. And she's going to make that her living instead of working government job housing, which she hates. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, we can and, make and, the and, changes and in our lives. The other thing Lauren, is, wait, 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 real quick. The other thing is, stop paying income taxes. If you don't owe taxes, don't pay them. You're funding your own destruction. Stop putting your children in school. If you don't have your kids in school, you don't have to worry about your daughter getting raped by a boy in a dress who decides he's a girl that day. And then Merrick Garland, the attorney general, coming after mom and dad, and you're protesting? What the hell are you talking about? You did that to my kid, you'd be a dead you-know-what. You There wouldn't right be on. any court, okay, to get handled. Now, I might go to jail, but you'll never do that yeah. again. And that's and, what America and, and, and used to Lauren, be. We Lauren, didn't tolerate injustice. Is. I love you, Lauren. But that's self-defense. That's not offensive. So it's not our job to go no. fight them. Let's not give them anything to be accountable for. So anyway, I'll shut up and get off. <laughs> I love you guys. You did love a great you, job. Lauren. This is an outstanding I love show. you too, Lauren. Okay, I'll talk to you later. after Bye-bye. the show. Uh, hey, hey, Dave, you, you got anything to say on that, you know, before we bring our, our on in Georgia? 
No, no I, I agree. We got to get things local and get back, get our hands back on the wheel. Absolutely right. Plant your feet in the earth. Reconnect with the net. Well, you know, it's, you know, they they've screwed up the earth frequencies with all this digital technology and all this frequency crap. You know, uh, you know, the earth does not feel like the earth. It, you know. I've been in nature my whole life, folks. You know, you know, when everyone else was, you know, going to football practice, I was out with a fishing pole and a BB gun, you know, uh, along the creek, you know, the Concho River in San Angelo, you know, where I grew up. And then, then I moved to Arkansas, and then I was in the Ozarks and along the Arkansas River. And, you know, I've always been out in nature, always loved it. I, I've never had a computer, never needed one, because I can go out in nature and find wonder. You know, I, 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 I can't pull it up on a search, you know. I go out and I experience it. I've seen so much out in nature, and it's, it's just a marvel to me still. Nature nature never ceases to amaze me. No, I agree. I mean, but the, the technology end of it, if it were not abused, I mean, how wonderful would it be to go on the Internet and see what the the nature that exists in the backyard of a little boy or girl across the other side of the world. You know, we get to experience more, uh, but yeah, it's a double-edged sword. We let technology own us rather than the other way around. It, it, It does have its benefits, but it also has its detriment because you don't actually have to experience anything for yourself. You can do it digitally, you know, in, in, in the cyber world, you know, instead of going out and actually experiencing it, and, and, and gaining that and, and seeing the wonder of nature, of life, of, you know, of, of watching. You know, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've, I've seen an egg meet a sperm. And bada-boom, bada-bing, there's a spark of life, and, and a life is created. You know, it, it's freaking amazing, you know, to, to, to see that and understand it and wonder about it, not know everything about it, still have some wonderment, you know. Don't, you know, it's like... It's like playing Trivial Pursuit. In today's world, you could not play Trivial Pursuit because everyone would be on their smartphone trying to answer the question. You know, instead of using your own brain and the knowledge you've, you've hey, accumulated hey. and being able to pull it back up. Hey, hey, Alan, Alan, hey, I, I, I do have something to say, but I think Art has waited long enough. Let's bring that man. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead and bring Art on. You're, you're right, Andy. I'm sorry. I'm. We'll babble, but um. <laughs> Georgia. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, How are you doing, sir? Real quick before I get to the what I called about, you were talking about old TV shows. Well, I always love it when I get into conversations with people about old TV shows, and I've got three of them here that nobody ever mentions but me. 77 Sunset Strip. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and Room 222. That's true. Room 222, Yeah. <laughs> See, we're telling on ourselves now, gentlemen. We're we're letting everybody know just exactly about how old we are. Uh, <laughs> been around a few weekends. Um, but you talked about the, the little one-room schools. I remember growing up for the first 14 years of my life, I was, you know, public school didn't do me a whole lot of good. But when I was 14, when I was 15, we moved to a small little town. And it consisted of one flashing traffic light in the heart of downtown, which was only two square blocks. And here we had a two-room school, but it was two rooms that were built on the side of a church, on the side of the local Baptist church. And they had two, two classrooms there, 
One was for ages up to, I think it was like age up to 12. And then the second one was from age 12 up to graduation. And you're right. I learned more in that school in two years than I ever learned in seven years of public school. Well, the beauty about that art, the beauty about that art is that in the one-room schools, even the younger kids, I mean, when they finish their work or whatnot, they're paying attention to what they're teaching the older kids, too. And so you're getting that progressive education as you go along. So it's not unfamiliar when they finally reach the older kids' plateau. They've already heard a lot of what the older kids have learned. It's awesome. It's really awesome. It's a great concept, to be honest with you. I don't know why we went away from it. It is. And and then then we adopted the Prussian model of schooling, yes. And and if every town across this country would go back to local neighborhood schools, I think you'd see a big change in the literacy level across this country. (laughs) You you mean they might actually be able to write and read cursive? You know, they they took that out of the schools in like 2004 or something or earlier than that, you know. They stopped teaching cursive. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll, because all you have to do is be able to block print or, or just put an X, you know, yeah. when you well, find hey, your name. But on the same token, gentlemen, on the same token, if the world keeps going the way it is and there is survivors and stuff, we'll be back to that one-class school again. It will happen because people are going to absolutely have to devolve back into what was was real, and that is real. You think about it, though. I mean, if if, if society totally collapses 100%, you know, everything is chaos and stuff, and eventually we'll find a way to secure our perimeters and stuff, and there'll be a, a little colony or whatever in there, and these kids will be back in the schools again. It's sad that that's what has to happen to get us back to the real world but it's going to happen we're, we're, we're going back in time we're actually taking a time trip here we're going back in time because once everything finally collapses we, we're going to have to revert all the stuff that we see around us that is useful in today's world will no longer be useful you know your computers your your board games will be fun or whatnot but you know a lot of your stereos won't work and stuff it's all going to be reverted back to a, a time where we're going to have to actually, and and the problem is, is that they've taught us so badly. They've taught us not to even be part of the society right now. Uh, uh, they taught us to be in this society right now. They didn't teach us anything that we needed to know if this society didn't exist. And we're going to a and, point and, where Andy, society and, doesn't Andy, exist. Andy, basically what you just said is that we're evolving into devolution. We're, we're okay. evolving to de-evolve. Um, yep, they're, they're reverting us. They're, they're, they're making us stupid. You know, we're, we're devolving from evolution. You know, it's 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 a it's what's going on is so weird, folks. Anyway, I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, I want to hear what Dave has to say. Let Dave yeah. have a conversation here. He's been listening too long. <laughs> oh. No, I, I think going back to simpler times is uh, a step in the right direction right now. Um, but, you know, I, I agree with everything, uh, that you guys have been saying. Parents gotta, uh, take ownership, um, stop, uh, conceding that, uh, and degrading the job of mother. I mean, this whole feminist movement is, uh, out of control train wreck right now. 
It's oh evolved God, to the yeah. point that we're, we got government saying that, you know, well, look what happened in Washington State and California. They're passing bills right now to where they can declare a mental health emergency, not on a, a yeah. big scale, but isolated around your child. Should your child ask one too many questions about the other gender or whatever, they can declare a mental health emergency and put your child into a shelter. And, and, and they'll put them on Ritalin or something else like that. If, if it's like they don't even have recess anymore. It's like, well, my, oh, my God. It's like, you know, as a child, you had so much energy. It's like recess was a release of that energy so you could come back in and sit in the classroom and, you know, and be a little bit worn out, you know. All that energy's pent up, and they say, oh, they're just ADHD, and they put them on Ritalin, which is freaking speed, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And no, they wonder why the young and they wonder why the children today are so messed up. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, line up, get your pill. You know, <laughs> they got a pill. Oh, you got an ailment? Oh, we got a pill for that. It's like, why don't we get back to real medicine? It's Rockefeller Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Well, what they created uh. is, is a child that when they're faced with a hurdle in life are unable to cope. You know, kids need to be able to cope with things without a pill um, because when right. they get older, you know, there's ups and downs in life. And if a person is unable to cope with their reality in the absence of a pill, that's a, a net deficit. For their or, whole or, life. Or, or guys, Dave, how about this? I've actually heard stories about smart children intentionally missing questions on a test that they knew because they did not want to appear too smart. You know, this is like, you know, <laughs> common core, you know, bringing everyone to the same level does not mean they make everyone else smarter. They bring them to a medium point. The smart kids uh, don't word want to common. smart because if they're smart, they're, you know, they're, they're looked down upon if they're actually smart. So they will intentionally miss questions on a test that they knew because they didn't want to be, be too smart because then the rest of the kids in the class would, would you know, they, they, would, they wouldn't accept them. Well, the, the, the short the, folks, the short bus in today's world, you know, in the old world, the short bus was for the few. You know, you had you might have had a Down syndrome children, you know, a child or a guy in a wheelchair, and there was a short bus that went and picked the kids up. In today's world, the short bus is for the smart kids. Well, you know, I remember back years ago. You know, the first time I ever heard of anything like this was when the state of Washington, I believe it was. Uh, they began to lower the standards in the schools because some of the kids just couldn't quite make it. And, you know, what that told me right there was that used they to be don't a good teacher. A good teacher would spend more time with those children who couldn't quite grasp the concept, and a teacher would spend more time with that child. Now, I, I, I've, had, I've had cousins who had teaching degrees, and I'm like, can you actually help the kids who don't understand? They're like, no, we've got to teach to a standard. Yeah. And then, you know, now we've got lower standards for police officers. That's sad. Yeah. When you have to lower the standards or, or lower the qualifications just to get police to fill uniforms, uh, you know you're in a hard hard time. You know? It's beyond you know me. This is familiar because it's been around since the 50s. It was read in the congressional record in the 60s. But uh, communist goal number 17 of 45 
reads as follows. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current socialist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers' associations. Hello. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I, I don't She's know. She's a caller. Bring her on. <laughs> anyway, Dave, you were saying? No, I, I mean, I, I did one of that's goal number 17 of the 45 goals of communism. They're in our schools with intent. They're after the teachers' unions. Gain control Charlotte Isabi, the deliberate dumbing down of America. Yes. yes. Well, they whatever the dumbest child is, everyone is taught to that scale. Right. Dave, what was that 50 goals of communism? Yeah, if you look up the 45 goals of communism, they were read into the congressional record back in, yeah. I think it was 63 or 64. That yeah. happens to be number 17. But they talk exactly. about the perversions and the homosexuality. It's written out here in their playbook. Oh, isn't that My interesting, God. though? The way they, the way they did, did Obama. Where did Obama come from? Obama came from... Um, a, a, a bathhouse in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, with the mayor. But, yeah, not, look at the way they've thrown this in our faces, the way they've slapped us around. They've given us things that are just morally you know, you know, conflicting, and, and yet we're, we take it. Every single day, we take it. And, and we're going to hang separate, people. We're not going to hang that together. Let yeah. me share one more with you. Tell me that this doesn't remind you of the um, MLK statue that they just revealed. This is communist goal number 22, to continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told that to eliminate the good sculpture in parks, in buildings, and to destroy history. Faithless, yeah. awkward, right. meaningless forms. All right, gentlemen, real quick, well, I, I'm going to jump off here in just a second, but if you will go, I just did a search, ethanallen.org, and you'll want to look up 45 communist goals from 58 years ago. And, and, and yeah. Art, I, 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 love, I love your calls, Art, and I will say this, bite an apple for me, okay? Yeah. Hey, you got it, bro. Hey, Y'all have a great one. Thanks. Thanks, Art. Have a good night or a good day. Yeah, I so, print those out and have those uh, with me if I'm on social media. I have those open and right in front of me because I not a day goes by that my own senators from Massachusetts aren't out promoting directly individual elements of the 45 goals of communism. Well, that are, so, Dave, <laughs> Dave, you like to reach out to people. Why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Oh, sure. Well, there's a couple of ways. If you're interested in fighting back within the political machine, I'm the uh, Eastern Region Chairman for the Constitution Party, and you can go to easternregion.constitutionparty.com um, and check out what we're doing there. And if you're interested in red bill politics and my other snarky musings and my uh, Saturday broadcast here at RBN, 
they can check out redpillpolitics.tv. And, and, and Dave, I, I'll, I'll say I love you, man. Um, you know, um, but but I'll also tell the people out there: do you know politics? Do it if you can. If, if you know every community, I don't care how small it is, has been taken over at this point in time. Fight, fight how you can, but do not put all your energy into into politics. You know, put put your energy into survival, because there are going to be a few of us who survive through this nightmare, possibly. You know, you know, we've got a much better chance than everyone that's that's taking the damn vaccine, that that are probably going to die because it's it's a it's a kill machine. It was a kill mechanism. You know, I, I, I see it in my own personal life. My mother took the damn vaccines. Now she's got chronic lymphatic leukemia. You know, and I, I'm going through that. A freaking nightmare. You know, she has been perfectly healthy her whole life. We never had a family doctor. Never been sick. And now all of a sudden, after she took the damn vaccines, she's got chronic lymphatic leukemia. No, I, I don't want your pity out there, but just understand what's going on. God, she did. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to cut. Hey. I get very hey. passionate at times. Hey, Alan, what, like we're real close, so I'm just going to say to everybody out there, hey, good hunting. I mean, when it's time to hunt, good hunting. And that's all when I'm going to say, Dave, up, what good you hunting. got? Yeah. What do you got, Dave? No, I just want to thank you guys uh, for inviting me on this morning. Appreciate it. It was I'm awesome. Always- <laughs> Thank you for being here, Dave. I, I I love your mindset. I love your show. I love your, you know, it, it, I, I I'm I, I'm I was kind of sad when you only got to cut the one hour, you know. And, and I'm not saying anything about RBN or what's going on there. I don't know the internal politics because I'm not a computer person. But man, I I, I love hearing you. I love your mindset. I like I you know we're a half continent away, but you're like you're like you could be my brother. I would love to you know come up and meet you and shake your hand and look you in the eye. Um. Have a good conversation. But, but, you know, uh, uh, yeah, great, great. People with a mind. I love people with minds. You know, Lauren, you know, Art, you know, Jerry, all the other callers we had. I love all y'all out there. Y'all are my family. Y- y'all are the only ones I can actually communicate and have any kind of conversation with and communality, you know. It, it's, uh, and I, there's the music, folks. We're done. Republic of Texas Radio. Love you guys. We'll be back next week. Take care out there, folks. Dave, I love you, man. We'll talk later. Instead, they gave with all that they had to give. Made sure that their brothers and sisters were clothed and fed. Praise the Mother Earth and the Father Sky. Paid attention to each little blessing in this life. Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl The tree of life is us, my friends Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. 
At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth